Today, we're going to be talking to David Quisenberry, who's a backend developer and security champion with Daylight Studio, a local Portland boutique web agency. David also serves on the Portland OWASP board as an outreach and events coordinator. We also have on board to ask David questions, Ben Perkle. Ben is the president and founder of the University of Portland Cybersecurity Club. He is also an active member of the OWASP community, helping to develop a book of resources for those learning about cybersecurity. Ben is a strong advocate for teaching more cybersecurity in academia. David will be teaching the OWASP Top 10 Juice Shop Hack Session for the OWASP Portland 2019 Training Day. That's going to be on Wednesday, September 25th at the World Trade Center building in downtown Portland. Just Google for OWASP Portland Training Day 2019 to get the specifics. So I want to welcome both Ben and David. Great to have both of you here today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. So David, tell us a little bit about yourself. What got you into security? Well, uh, I'm a fairly new developer. I've been at the game now for just about three years. I did a career reboot, went to a coding boot camp, so I didn't go the the undergrad uh, computer science route. And uh, as I got on the workforce and started building applications, I wanted to do the best job I could. And so part of that is is the security aspect. And I must say, as I started to build things and look at the logs, I realized how very much the internet is not a safe place, which surprised me. I, I knew it, but it surprised me how quickly things get found out. And I knew that security was something that had to be prioritized. It's kind of not uncommon, right? And, and basically a lot of folks, I call them sort of like accidental tourists that, but a lot of times it's just filling a need for where you're working at. Are, are you seeing that where you're at? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it, it's one of these things that I can't speak for all developers, but I think there's a lot of, of development that happens where you, you don't even really know how things are being looked at it from an attacker standpoint. You're just trying to build a feature. You're trying to get something out. And so, yeah, once once those eyes get open to to the other side, they're very hard to close. So now you're going to be presenting training here, and this is going to be for the uh, Juice Shop Hack session. Are you going to be covering all of the all of the top 10 or most of the top 10? We're going to try to cover all 10 of them and have hands-on labs in the Juice Shop for all 10. So can you describe a little bit more about what the class is going to have? In particular, if is there a prerequisite for students? Can newbies come in there and experience as well? Yeah, I really, I mean, I think I think we'll have a mixture in the class. I do hope there are a fair number of newbies because I'm really approaching the class for people who are new to AppSec, new to the top 10. And what the top 10 is basically a, a primer that helps educate developers, designers, and architects about the the consequences of the most common and most important web application security weaknesses. So it provides both like descriptions of what those are, as well as ways that you can mitigate them. So what I'm hoping to accomplish in the class is the, the people who will be there will be able to um, have a, a increased ability to recall, describe, and understand the importance of all 10 of the OWASP top 10, and then be able to generally describe um, what can be done to mitigate each. So have some awareness of, of what you do with them and then give them some confidence in using tools like the Burp Suite proxy or Zap to um, to find vulnerabilities in their applications. And I want them through using the Juice Shop to have a little bit of hands-on keyboard experience with the top 10. One of the hard things with, for me anyway, when you first start learning the OWASP top 10 is um, moving away from just theory into what does this look like in the wild? How do you how do you find this in your own applications? How do you mess with your friends' applications to to raise the awareness? So as far as prereqs, um, I would say if 
if you have a general understanding of HTML and JavaScript and a general understanding of how the HTTP protocol works, that's that's enough. Uh, we do need to have computers that have Docker installed. So that's going to be a prereq. I'll send out a sheet to everybody who's going to be there so that they can get Docker on their machines, as well as um, the Burp Suite Community Edition, which is free. So I once heard that you mentioned some of the tools that you had there, but I once heard that to be a really good pen tester, a student should really start to maybe go in and hack things manually before they're using automated tools. Is this your experience or do you feel that maybe it's a it's a combination of things? Yeah, and, and what we'll be doing in the class isn't, you know, just having Burp Suite use its intruder and, and, and blast away on things. Um, it's more just to be a proxy and to be able to pause the request before it goes to the server and edit values. Same things that you can do in, in Firefox where you can edit your parameters before you send it on. But yeah, I think I think the you know the the things that are best to do when you're first learning about hacking websites or, or profiling them for vulnerabilities is kind of that happy path walkthrough where you're you're looking at an application. It's helpful to turn on something like Burp Suite where you can not have Burp Suite do the full spider of the site for you, but you set it up so it passively builds out a site map as you're walking through it and as you're clicking on things and trying to figure out all the different pieces of functionality and then being able to go and look at your history in Burp Suite and look at each one of those requests and what's being passed and what's what's in the DOM, what's in the HTML. This is kind of an open-ended question because I know for those who don't, maybe we should even start at the beginning. What exactly is Juice Shop? Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a place you can buy juice. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Juice Shop, is, um, uh, Juice Shop is an OWASP flagship project that is an intentionally insecure app. So it's, it's a JavaScript app. It's written in Angular with Express on the back end. And uh, inside of the Juice Shop, there are all sorts of vulnerabilities. And it covers the full gamut of the OWASP top 10. And it has challenges that are both easy and medium and increasingly difficult, some that are very hard to, to solve. And it, it is evolving. It constantly, there's, there's I think now it's version 9.01 or something. And, and that just came out, I think, a month, month and a half ago. So there's active development on it. It is open source. So if you have an idea for maybe some sort of like CSS injection attack, you can add you can add new features to it um, and contribute to it. And one of the great things about the Juice Shop is it also it's gamified. So inside of the Juice Shop, there is a scoreboard that has all the different vulnerabilities, and you can sort by OWASP top ten category or vulnerability type, and and you can you know earn stars for for solving these challenges. There's also a CTF mode, and what we'll be doing during the training days, we'll open up a, an endpoint for that CTFD server where we'll compete against each other friendly. The, the goal of the session is not to rack up as many CTF points as you can, but more for, for training. But I'll leave it open for probably a week or so so people can continue to practice and continue to learn. I've seen that used before, too, for just not just security people, for, for development teams to sort of get them motivated, especially the developers who are actually writing the web applications. Um, but I noticed that the capture flag is uh, you can gamify it for multiple teams, but I think I saw something recently that even there's something online as well where internationally people can play or is that? Oh, you know, I haven't done that version of it, but I'm sure, I mean, anyone can set up a, a CTFD server with it. And so there's no reason you couldn't. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And of course, there's other tools out there, but this juice shop is probably one of the most advanced ones out there for folks. And it, again, it probably starts from complete newbies to people that have some expertise already. You can get into malformed jot uh, tokens and, and all sorts of fancy stuff, captures and whatnot, but it, it definitely covers the, the full gamut. Total side note, I'm at the uh, OWASP uh, Global AppSet Conference right now here in DC. And uh, today we, we were playing around with this uh, new framework that I hadn't used before the address, uh, Secure Code Warrior. So playing around today with Secure Code Warrior in one of the classes I was at. And what it does is it's uh, you're able to have trainings as well as tournaments. Um, and instead of it's a defensive CTF. And so the idea is there's vulnerabilities in code and you're looking at the code and you're identifying what lines of code contain the vulnerability. And then that's like the first part, so you get points for that. And then the second part is then you fix it and you get points for that. And that's been a lot of fun to play with. That's awesome. I like that. It is it is a perspective that I, I even see, uh, especially when people are starting out, the question I asked, do you want to be in defensive side or do you want to be in the, the offense side, obviously for that, but it's great that that there is a tool out there now that uh, for those who want to work on, say, blue team or defense, uh, it's out there as well. Or the gamified, and it's pretty cool. They have, you know, attackers coming from different geographic areas, some that are crime syndicates, some, some that are nation states, and they're trying to do different things to your app. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, on the note of, um, or per se, recruiting people or having people come into the the industry, what recommendations would you give to people either in another profession or even still in college who want to get into security? Um, in other words, where should they start? So I, I would start with three things. Read, like become a really good reader and don't don't just read the short articles and the tweets, but like find, find the... Um, you know, the original specs for different protocols and, and learn to read protocols, learn to read docs, read, you know, read books, read the Tangle web, read the web application hackers handbook, read, uh, you know, different, different attack or defense framework books, but there's no, there's no shortcut to learning. Like, so you have, you have to do the, the long, hard, consistent slog of, of reading things and, and really thinking about what you're reading. So read, the other one is hands on keyboard, do. So build an app, break an app, spin up a server, create your own DNS server, do the do the actual work, do threat modeling, you know, get together with some of your friends who are maybe developers and, and do a threat model with them. It's not enough just to read, you also have to do the, the hands on keyboard. And then the the other one is is people. I think, you know, for people coming right out of college, I I think you're going to get a better look from companies that are going to bring you on as an intern and, and there's going to be a pathway to, to getting an employment, getting employment and getting established. So I wouldn't worry too much if you're, if you're in a CS program, um, you're still going to need to get good grades. You're still need to get a do summer internships. But if, if you're, if you're hustling, you're going to, you're going to get a great job and it's going to be wonderful. If you're coming out of a coding boot camp or you're trying to teach yourself or you're trying to transition from, you know, maybe one like IT job into something different and you're a little bit older, maybe 30 or mid 30s, mid 40s, it's going to be harder. And so I think the the thing that that I could tell everyone is it's all about people. Um, don't don't apply for jobs where they're posting job openings. Find the companies you want to work for, get to know people who work there and then, you know, earn their trust, show them your side projects, find out what their side projects are, see if there's things that you can do together and and prove yourself as someone who has capability and drive. And I think the 
the best way to get jobs is, is from people knowing who you are and what you're capable of and then finding a way to get you on board and creating a job for you. If you didn't get signed up, for example, Juice Shop is open source. So go ahead and try it. Kick the tires and, and learn, as you said, and get to know people. So yeah, so if um, if you're not able to make the training, we've pulled out in you know I think the first 24 hours. Um, one of the great things about our training day is we make it super affordable. It's only $25 for a, a half day of training, and so it sells out quite quickly. But if you didn't get into this class and you and you want to learn and you want to play around with the juice shop and you want to learn the OAS top 10, there's there's uh, the opportunity to compete on the CTF um, with us. We'll put that. URL up on our Twitter so anyone can participate in the CTF. And then the other thing is in Portland, we have a very vibrant uh, B-Sides. And this year I'll be doing a training workshop. Not sure which day of B-Sides will be yet, but um, B-Sides, I believe, is October 24th and 25th. And so look at the B-Sides website. We'll post that link on uh, our Twitter as well. And I'll be doing the OWASP Top 10 and Juice Shop there as well. David and Ben, I really appreciate you you guys coming out and, and spending some time with us today. This podcast is brought to you by the Portland, Oregon chapter of the Open Web Application Security Project, OWASP. Check us out online and see how we're making the web a more secure place. Music is by Tomo and Animoy. And my name is John Whiteman. Thanks for listening.